Welcome back to episode number 12 of Pretty Nerds. This is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, May. So we are actually just going to jump right in today with the hot topic. So I guess, are we going to start funny or serious? Clearly, she didn't want to be in it. 
and she was dragging more people in it. Right. <laughs> ultimately, here we are with 50 and Floyd, and to be honest, we, we ready to move on. Right, I want them to keep the makeup. They were so... They was cool for a little bit. They had a little, little girl mm-hmm. fight, I guess. I don't yeah. know. They did what it did. <laughs> um, so I guess congratulations. We get to all the congratulations are in order. Pusha T and Virginia finally tied the knot. They are married, yeah, husband right. and wife. Girl, listen. That, that little ponytail <laughs> that he did with them braids. Listen. Tragic. I was trying my hardest. I was like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna let, I'm gonna let push rock, bruh. Yeah. No, it was, it was, no. Just go ahead and let it go. It's done. Oh, man. Anywho. Congratulations also to, um, Tank and his lady. I don't, I don't know her name. Is it Zena? Girl, look, I don't know her name, but congratulations to them, because they also, after however many years, finally tied the knot, so much congratulations there. And of course, the big one that everybody's been talking about, which is really interesting for people that everybody swears they don't care about, um, Faith and Stevie J got married <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> um, can we, I, I have to ask you something, though, because something has been driving me nuts. Everybody keeps bringing up the fact that Biggie and Stevie J were friends and saying that she's wrong for that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Big been gone for, like, yeah. 20 years, bro. His son grown. Like, CJ right. was, like, little. He grown, bro. So, I mean, you have to, people make buns. Yeah. Okay, that, that was his friend. It's not like he, now, if he was still living, of course, I'd be like, yeah, that's foul. That man is dead and gone. 20 years. <laughs> now, I, I wouldn't have near Steve J, but that ain't got nothing to do with exactly. being, you know, him being big friend. It's just some character flaws. But all that back child support right, that you I now owe. <laughs> the big part that, that didn't even, I'm like, I mean, they were friends, even if they were best friends. And even with that, it's like, who would you be, would want your wife to be with if that's your best friend? You know he's a good person. Yeah, you know exactly. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see any issue with it, but I was like, maybe yeah. I'm, I'm crazy or something. Like I was, I'm just like, bro, this been gone for twenty years. Y'all gotta right. let that rock. Just cause Kim is still holding on, baby. <laughs> Kim will transform herself into something totally different for me. He still ain't here, honey. Let it go. <laughs> Anyway, um, Wiz and Whitney are now a couple. I actually like them. Do you like Wiz and Whitney? I do. They're so cute. Thank you. I like it. So we're here for that. So we're just going to throw them in there. So the congratulations because we like Wiz and Whitney. So. And I like two W's. Yay. <laughs> um, also, Insecure HBO. The only oh, reason we're bringing it up is because Like I am, I am like all my feet. Like, come on, we have waited long enough. Why couldn't you guys start with power started? Because power has been trash. So, (laughs) come on, insecure. You are the last hope. Please come back on. (laughs) We need you out here. Basically, so we can have something to talk about. Because you know, Issa gonna come with the topic, honey. So, I'm ready for that. Um. 
Also, in, in good news, um, well, good news for me, anyway, San Diego Comic-Con was this weekend, and we got to see all of the up-and-coming, um, what they call trailers for, like, all the cool movies and stuff that are coming out, and TV shows, um, the Black Lightning trailer was awesome, Flash trailer was awesome, finally getting a Flash ring, yay, um, Aquaman, I don't know if you follow any of that stuff, but Aquaman, I figure a lot of people probably follow that, because, just because of Jason, my mama, is going to be in there, and people want to see him, as Aquaman, I was actually a little disappointed, to be honest, with the trailer, but some people, I don't know, I just feel like DC, they don't do good with movies, so, yeah, we'll see, anywho, but that's my nerdy moment for the for the show, I guess. Oh, and, like, going off of that, um, Black Panther sister series, she's getting her own comic book series, which Yay. I am so excited for. Yay! Black Girl Magic! I know, it she's, like, so witty <laughs> and intelligent. Yeah, but I'm excited about that, just to see what they're going to do with her character and how she's going to, I guess, make a difference. kind of know, like, she's already... Smart, she can tell that she's funny. So just to see like what they're gonna do with that, and I don't know how her superpowers are gonna come into play. Well, um, from what I understand, they say that she she is going to carry carry the mantle of Black Panther. So I guess she also is gonna, you know, because obviously it, it passes on to their family. And she's the last child left, so I'm assuming that once he passes or he's done or whatever it is, she will get and you know, inherit and carry the mantle of Black Panther. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's gonna be pretty dope. Pretty cool to see. Um. So I guess sticking to exciting things. Um. Did you see on Instagram the Why I Love? Black Women Challenge. Okay. It was just a beautiful thing to see, honey. It was a beautiful thing to see. That one with the, the gentleman who did the poem that was dedicated to his daughter. Fire. <laughs> so much fire. Oh, so good. Yeah. I just love to see like a celebration black woman, and I love to see when, like, black men, yeah. you know, lift black women up, so we're here for it, I love all the love, it makes us feel amazing, we're here for it all, um, on that same note, though, uh, did you see how black Twitter <sighs> reignited an argument, which I hate, I hate this argument so much, but they reignited the whole canceling of Michael B. Jordan because he only, or he prefers to date, you know, outside of his race. We never, we never, we, as, as we've known Michael B. Jordan, we've never seen him with a black woman. Not to say that he doesn't date black women, we don't know, but what we've seen, we've never seen him with a black woman, and so black Twitter felt it, it was their place to then, because of that, cancel him. I hate that argument. Because of the simple fact that it just gives credence to, you know, 
those those gentlemen online. I'm like, yeah, I don't like to call them hosets, but you know, those gentlemen online who always, oh, so uh, what Serena was Serena do? Right? You know, it was love and love and black woman. Yeah. I'm so sick of. I just, and to be honest, you know, the weird thing about it is, is that. It's it, it is that it's only maybe what uh, them them internet troll two percent of black women even get the average black woman every black woman I know don't give a damn we don't care that's why I don't tri- care about chip monkeys chip monkeys like I don't <laughs> I don't really care about any black man dating black women just leave us out of your reason of why you date outside of your reason so. That's my own deal. Like, if you date outside of your race, do it. Have fun with it. I hope you find love. Do not, because I will come for you if I see you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snap, whatever, real life, saying I date white women or Asian women because black women. Leave us out of it. You want to date outside of your race? Date outside of your race. Don't come back with, you know, black women that know. Exactly. As long as they're respectful right. and they, this, it's, you know, like you said, it's because that's what they want to do. That's their preference. They look, that's do you. I don't care. Like you said, but when they get to that whole, well, black right. women are this, then that's when we got a problem. Sure. But other than that, I don't care. And black Twitter, y'all be, sometimes y'all really, like sometimes y'all give us some good laughs, but other times y'all be problematic. Because the whole canceling of Michael B. Jordan was problematic and it's absolutely ridiculous. That man can date whoever he want to date. If he want to have a party full of white girls, let him have a party full of white girls and enjoy his snow bunnies and peace. Okay? Yeah, and I, I guess not like for some of them, and I, I think well, you know, we touched on this some episodes ago, where it's like I guess don't come back looking for comfort or support from the same women that you don't date, I guess. But, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, he didn't drag black women. I really personally don't care about his dating purposes. It, it is your choice when you want to support him from here on out. So I, I don't knock anybody for that as well. But it was a lot of his excuses that was just bullshit to me. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the thing. I just wish I just wish he he would have just left it alone. Right, just live in and be like exactly. These are the women that were chosen. Like I don't care. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even have to come. Right. He could have did. He could have did like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving ain't never because remember Kyrie Irving had him a little boat party in California a while ago too, just saying just a bunch of white girls. That's who he likes. That's who he right. want to date. He only dates white girls. Let him do him. That's his business. We don't care. So, I mean, and he didn't address it. He didn't t- talk about it. And ain't nobody spoke on it. We don't care. And I feel like that's what Michael B. Jordan should have did. Yes. Yeah. And I think as black women, that's one of the things that it may be hard to do is divest. Like, fuck it. At the end of the day, like, not to be, like, harsh with it, but you have to put yourself first. Michael B. Jordan, I don't know, I guess because he's not my type or my thing, it just don't work for me. It's like him being with a white woman is not going to decrease my chances of finding love. Like, fine. I mean, I just, you know, honestly, I just don't. 
care enough. If you don't like, if you don't rock with me, don't rock with me. It is what it is. Somebody out there rock with me, so I'm cool. So it is. I guess that's just you know different women. Like you said, we gotta learn to you know pull yourself back. I guess or disassociate. I mean, if somebody don't rock with you, somebody don't rock with you. So let's. There's plenty of others out there. I mean, look, like I said, go click on that hashtag of why I love black women, and you will see that there are plenty of other uh, black men out there who love them some queens, so yeah. rock with them. You ain't got to have Michael B. Jordan. Here, what are you? In all honesty, though, I just feel like he's a nice body. That's about it. I'm not like, yeah. you know, I'm not really like. With you, I'm not like super attracted to Michael B. Jordan. He's body. That's about it for me. Yeah. He looked good in that Creed promo. Um, that promo mm-hmm. for Creed too. Mm-hmm. It looked like it's gonna be a good movie. I'm gonna go see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going. I, y'all may have canceled my movie, but I'm going to see Creed too because that little promo looked good. And you know, I love my girl Tessa Thompson. <laughs> so I'm gonna go see it. But hey, do y'all. <laughs> Um, I guess we can, before we, I guess before we get serious, we can talk about, um, Sierra's comeback. I know. I feel like she needs to shoot that video over again. So For level, level up. up. Because the challenge is, like, dang you, though. Like, oh, it's bringing it. Yes. To be honest, like, I'm going to be completely dead honest. Like, when I heard the song, I was expecting so much more. I was like, oh, I don't really care about the song. <laughs> All that much, but I'm with you though. I enjoy the little challenge videos, and I think that's what's gonna shoot it up, you know. But I didn't really like. I, I was like, yeah, the song is not definitely anything that I can see myself. Like I didn't put it on my own, but I don't know. Like of course I always loved her because she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. So I, I she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she danced her ass off, and like I said, the challenge like it's dope. It, so. It, yeah. So. yeah. I'm enjoying watching everybody do their best level up challenge, so that's pretty dope. Also, um, Nicki Minaj hopped on a song with, uh, is his name Takashi? Takashi. Takashi? 6ix9ine? I don't know, whatever. Trash 6ix9ine. Um, the little Fifi joint. I mean, I didn't even listen to the song because I'm not here. I'm not a Takashi fan. Listen, people, y'all young. <laughs> he not for me, so he doesn't. I'm sure if you ask him, he don't make music for um for me. So um, but I I did want to hear what Nicki Minaj is sounding like as we get closer to her album Queen coming out. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad verse. She still her pain game is still there, obviously. So. I think she, I just, I'm, I'm ready to, in all honesty, I'm ready to see what she got in store. So I think she, you know, it's been a while, and I know she got to get a lot off her chest, so I'm, I'm, I am anticipating the Queen album, if that's... I just wish she would have hopped on a track with anybody else. Like, he is... Oh, problematic. Yes, and, yes, <laughs> and very, like, worst level. Um, and then he got, like, Robbed over the weekend or something like that. Yeah, which I, I feel that. like that was some bullshit because you got pistol whipping. You already at the hospital whipping. Don't pull like, mm. get your ass or sit down. It could have been a some. A lot of people are saying it might have been like a publicity stunt. Mm. But why would you
fake being pussy with. Yeah. <laughs> or kidnapping, whatever the hell they said he was. Why fake that? This feels like this is the same person that was like he was in Chicago some street or something and they pulled a camera and he took a picture and got back in his SUV, so yeah, I guess so. Your things have happened. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you never know with these young folks. They enjoy the art of trolling, so. Yeah, and he is definitely that. And it's crazy how he always, like, gets in these situations or put himself in these situations. And then he brings up ex, ex, ex. I'm like, let him rest in peace. Stop bringing him up like, you know what the hell you were doing out here in these streets. You got a loose lip, put a collar on him. And you would have all of these troubles and all these people want to come at your neck. You're trash. You basically built your name off the drama. So, whatever. Yeah. So, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I guess we gotta, um, I'm trying to push the, the serious stuff, but I guess it's time to jump into serious stuff, yeah? Because I don't know if I, I don't have anything. Yeah. I just had, like, I do want to address all six going to jail, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bro, your wife just had a baby. I don't understand how you got all of this money, all of this access to money, people, and you still get caught with guns and drugs. Like, what the hell? Like, you can buy people to do that shit for you. Buy people. Not hire. Buy people to do that for you. And you still out here in these streets doing that shit? Like, I'm not going to be worth $30, 40000000 million and you think I'm still going to be on probation you want to carry a gun? No, I'm going to hire some security. Right. No. Security. <laughs> no. Oh, you know what, though? Before we do jump into serious, and it's just while we was talking about security and all that and jokes and stuff, um, did you see, because uh, Master P is doing I Got the Hookup too, and did you see that um, John Witherspoon and... Uh, DC Young Fly have joined the cast. Yes. I'm excited. Listen. <laughs> I mean, y'all know Pete. Y'all know that Pete is one of my favorite people because I just appreciate a black man. Like, Master P, I call him the, he the black American dream because he really didn't, he didn't really live the life that all of us tried to live. Hold on, y'all. My dog's going bananas. Come here, little love. Come here, little love. But anyway, so, um, like I was saying, we're coming back, <laughs> um, you know, Master P is one of my favorite people because he just really didn't live every dream that yeah. ever, and he just, you know, he's such a good, positive family man and raised some good kids and all of that, so I'm excited to see I got that there too, so. I'm here for it. All the way here for it. I want to go watch the old Huh? I want to go watch the old Oh, one, to, to kind of be like, okay. Now I'm ready for it. I think they should do that one like the, they did the Fifty Shades film. Like when the new one came out, they ran the whole series. The so they have to sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they need to do that like two or three hours before. Just go ahead. Right. Because that first <laughs> one came out, wasn't it? Was, was it the 90s? Yep. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, man. But I still remember the song. I got the hookup. Hallelujah. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> a mess. Man, um, okay, so now it's time to da 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 
jump into the seriousness. What serious part do you want to start with? Do you want to start with Charlemagne or Robert Kelly? Oh, no. I'm sorry, okay. Like, I'll let you choose. Let's start with Robert Kelly so that we don't have to talk about him too long because you know, you know how I feel. <laughs> about his trash as <laughs> um, Robert Kelly dropped a song called I Admit. Nineteen years. I didn't even I don't even all I saw were, you know, from some of the like music people that I follow, like Elliot Wilson and all them, saying that he was talking about in the record how he was blessed as a kid, how he admitted to messing with young women or something, people thinking he should be in jail. Uh, yeah, your ass should be in jail. I guess he was trying to imply that they were young as in of age young, but no, nigga. We know that you were admitting to being a pedophile. Somebody need to lock his ass up. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> your opinion, go ahead. <laughs> I carry a heavy disdain in my heart for Robert <laughs> Kelly. Um, like, I, of course, I didn't listen to any of the songs. Like, I just went um, and read maybe, like, the actual article. First of all, we people are seeing to forget. Everybody's like, well, that he said young girls but young women. He married a Leah. Sparkle's niece, he was on camera urinating on a young girl. So, even if she now messes with 19-year-olds, he's still a pedophile. And yes, he should go to jail for it. Like, the same thing you said when they were saying part of the track she was talking about, um, just because I made mistakes, should I go to jail for it? Fuck yeah, you should. Damn. Yes. Like, you should Lock be him up. destroyed for that. I'm like, it's just amazing to me how, I guess, negotiable black young girls, their, you know, bodies are, like, not worth anything. It's like, okay, well, you know, she knew what she signed up for. People prey on other people all the time. And that's exactly what he did, like, grooming. That's a such thing. Like, that's a thing. So I, I don't feel sorry for him. I really hope that he goes away. I don't even understand why he released that song. But, again, that's people getting, I don't know if he gets off on it or if he feels like, okay, I have such a strong fan base and such loyal followers that no matter what I do, because it is true, no matter what he does, what he admits to, people are like, oh, I still love him. You're a fuck our family. I just hope that, I mean, I wonder if, if this will finally be for all of y'all who was out here saying, no, no, he didn't do it, y'all just a cute. The nigga admitted to it now, so what's y'all excuse, excuse going to be now? Like, I don't. He's still kind of wordplay from what I read with the whole young women thing because you get the notion of, okay, young women, are you saying 16 or you saying 18? Like, he's still wordplay, which. Trash. Yeah, you still trash at that point. I'm like, y'all got our kill is almost fifty. There's nothing he has in common with a nineteen year old. Like, come on, bro. He trash. 
So y'all, like I said, y'all know how we feel on this show yeah. about Robert Kelly. He been canceled. We don't fuck with him. Throw him away. Lock him up. He's disgusting. We can go on for days. <laughs> Goodbye, Robert Kelly. The we don't want to hear for you no more. Okay, it's done. We done with you. I think it makes me trash. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of more trash, Charlemagne the God, we talked about this, we touched on it. Yeah. Of how we didn't, we didn't know if we, you know, we didn't want to, we walked, we walked on, you know, a little bit of ground, because we couldn't, based on the information, you know, with the 15 year old and everything like that, the case, we couldn't, I mean, you, it was an accusation, the case yeah. got to miss all that, so we couldn't be like, oh, he, you know, was a rapist and this, that, and other, but then, um, somebody went and pulled the, the interview, well, not the interview, pulled the conversation that he had, his own words, right. you know, from his, from his podcast, The Brilliant Idiot, um, they pulled that, the track where he was talking about the incident. No, this is a different, a different No, yeah, 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 a different incident with a different woman, um, where he used another, a drug called Spanish Fly to basically sexually assault a young woman. And, I mean... And thought and like the whole time, like he thought it was like laughs and giggles and jokes and all of that. And I just, I mean, listening to the audio, like I had heard about it from the Joe Budden podcast. Um, one of one of the co-hosts on there was talking about it, and I was like, no, nah, ain't no way he actually. But then actually hearing the audio, I was like, well, goddamn, he really like. But the sad part about it was like. Him, he thought, like, she thought it was funny, and, like, it was jokes, and, like, I don't... And some of the dudes that were on the podcast, like, I didn't get it from Joe Budden. I was... <sighs> Derek Jackson. I don't follow him, but he popped up on, like, videos on Facebook as watching him in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, called out all of his female supporters that were, like, you know, feminists and all of this. So I'm like, okay, well, let me watch the video. So I'm listening to the audio, and I'm like, the fuck? What? And I mean, he's laughing. And even the men, which I still feel like they shouldn't have laughed with him, but they were like, you you raped her. And he was like, no, it wasn't rape. But you know why that was, though? Because of the, if you know anything about um, the podcast, then you know that his co-host is trash-ass Andrew Schultz, which is, because like, when I started listening the podcast, I, you know, I was like, oh, okay, Charlemagne, let's, let me hear it, like, literally, I couldn't even make it through one episode of it, because I wanted to, like, punch Andrew Schultz in his face, because he is complete trash human being, so, okay, so so that, that, that should, that, to give it some context, that, if you know who Andrew Schultz is, and you know, eh, he's trash, too, so, because, I'm like, okay, you, you, it was like, oh, bro, you right there, it's like one of those things where you, figure, like, this is what being said in the guy's locker room, like, uh uh-huh, you raped her, and it's yeah. like, uh uh-huh, yeah, but, you know, no, I didn't really rape her, you know, because she said she was happy that it was me, which I feel like she probably was happy that it was just you, and it wasn't a whole slew of guys not saying that it was you, because I'm like, if she doesn't remember, and you, he said she was blacked out. Exactly. You it's cannot worse. have it. I'm like, I guess that Again, that's the issue that I think a lot of people don't understand about sexual assault, rape, 
all of this is the definition of what it is. It does not matter if I come to have sex with you. I can show up at a hotel room ready, prime, ready to go, but at that moment where I'm blacked out, not conscious, I'm drunk, you cannot have sex with somebody exactly. like that. It is so, no longer right, consensual. It's no longer, I'm like, you can't, you can't go to a car lot. If you go to a car lot drunk, they are not going to let you sign a contract because it's null and void. Sex is a contract between two people. So, it was disgusting. I'm like, now, even the victim, um, the 15-year-old, she's trying to push it to the Supreme Court. And I'm like, bro, and not saying people don't go through great lengths and, you know, be liars or whatever. But I'm like, her tenacity shows, and I'm like, and the fact that he already admitted to, oh, yeah, I used to be into some kinky shit or whatever. Yep. No, you're still into kinky fuckery. Yep. Um, you just a trash-ass person. I'm like, you literally admitted to actually rape. At that point, like, for me, you, you did it, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope that the young lady gets the justice that she's she entitled to. Right. You know, I know it's going to be hard, though, because he's a big, you know, voice yeah. now, whatever like that. Um, I saw, like, literally popping up on my timeline before we got to, you know, uh, recording. I saw that it said something about, I guess the episode they just put out is called Charlemagne Speaks. So I guess he's addressing it or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Somebody, when I check my timeline from one of the, the tastemakers out there, it'll be up. Something will be, of other will be up there, but... I already know, um, you know, come next week we'll still be calling Charlemagne trash and thinking. Yeah, because he's going to try to justify it. Right, justify, well, you know, this is what it does, no. Or, oh, we was just joking or some shit. He's going to try to pull it off as, oh, it was just jokes and, you know, Andrew Schultz comedian and we try to be funny. No, no. no. There was nothing funny about what you said. There was no, you know what I mean? There's, There's no way to erase it can't go back, they were your own words, you meant it, I mean, it is what it is, like, you're a rapist, and you need to be, we're comfortable saying that now, you need to be held accountable for that, period. And I like a lot of people, again, um, of course, I read comments, because I just want to see, like, what people think or whatever, Um, but just, you know, people thinking that it's cool, they don't know the definition, and I'm like, and I think a lot of men and, and women um, have to recognize that when they know the definition of sexual assault, the reason why so many people are against it is because either you are a suspect or you're a victim. And it's hard on both ends to admit that, okay, I did this and I was actually a victim of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to be like, okay, yeah, I did sleep with somebody and they were not conscious, which I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, gross. Yeah. Um, it's like necrophilic. Like right. Sleeping with somebody like a dead person. That's yeah, that, that's disgusting. Nasty. Um, so, and I, I guess that's what it is. And then, of course, consent, and again, I would say that consent is always clear. If you're ever at a point where consent is a gray area, it's a no. Yeah. If you ever think like, okay, is she saying yes or she saying it? It's a no. Because then it's very clear. Um, I, I just... In all honesty, though, um, I am with you in that people just seem to not know. Because, I I mean, I can go back to, I remember having like a conversation, um, like, um, on, on uh, social media. 
got into it with like a guy because um on the use of the words rape culture because he posted that meme you remember that meme of the the black girl with the fro who was like naked and holding the sign even if i'm like this i don't i'm not asking for it and like he was like in his comments talking about well i mean if you show up in my house like this and then like that well whoa then, you know, you that means you down. You can't just be naked in somebody's house. And, and So, you know, me, I'm like, bruh, do you know how rapey you sound right now? <laughs> like, you know, I'm trying to help yeah. you out. Like, you're, you're, this is part of the stigma of rape culture. Like, you literally, like, I literally saw black, I mean, not well, not black, I just saying, I literally saw men, women, everybody, like, defending his stance and defending that stance. Like, well, if you're in my house and you naked, you know, then, I mean, if we're not doing nothing, then, boo. <laughs> What do you mean? And I, and like, it, I don't understand. I don't, I, that, I mean, wow. And it's probably your choice of putting somebody out if you like, okay, I want to have sex with you. I mean, you still trust me. But if that's your deal, then I would prefer you, like, get out than to rape them. Like, exactly. What the fuck be going through y'all head? Like, I don't Like, it's okay. Or what, what, like, what goes through people's head? Like, to me, that's where the, like, the, the, the stigma, you know, the, I guess the, the talks need to be. Like, what goes through people's head to think, oh, well, a woman looks like this or she wears this, so that obviously means that she wants to have, like, where does, how, how did we get to that step? And, and it's always subjective, even when you think about, okay, a woman is wearing too short because what's too short to you? may be okay for another man and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all subjective and we also see, I mean, we know rape is more about power than it is about actual sex. Exactly. So, it really doesn't matter what a woman has on. If you're a rapist, you're a rapist, you're going to do regardless. It may make it easier if she has on a short skirt or if she's already naked or she's drunk. Then maybe your thing, right. Yeah, that just makes it easier. Right. For, for you to justify right. it and for people to defend you. Um, but you're still a rapist at the end of the day, and you rape because you know you had that control to mm-hmm. exert on that person at that time. So, I mean, it's it's not confusing for me um, as far as what rape is. It's confusing when people don't understand, like, bruh, you're being a rapist right now. All of those statuses that I see on Facebook, it brings out so many people that... I sign. I'm like, <laughs> girl, listen. I, you know how many people I didn't had to like, like literally, like the the dude, like I didn't, um, who had the post or whatever like that. Girl, when I saw the, I was like, unfollow, unfollow, <laughs> right. unfriend. We not cool. No, no, no. Cause uh, uh-uh, I don't tolerate any type of of that disgustingness and because that's to me that's what it is right. disgustingness i don't tolerate any of that type of toxic um behavior in 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 my space at all i'm sorry i'm not here for it i'm not here for anybody who you know subscribes to rape culture i'm not here for anybody who you know can justify things by saying oh well because she was wearing this she's asking for it. nope we're not cool you can't yeah. be in my space and my energy we don't, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here for people who don't believe women have rights to their own body. You know what I mean? So, no. I don't define myself as a feminist because I don't really believe in the feminist movement because, let's be honest, it's for white women. But <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> another podcast. But, um, 
but I, I'm still not here for any people who subscribe to those type of thoughts. It's just not the space, not my space anyway. So. And I don't, I don't know, like if you've ever ran into it, but we're dealing with men. If you bring up another gay man violating them the same way that they violate women, it's like it, it, I would never. Oh, a gay man shouldn't do blah blah. So why would you do this to a woman? Because if you got your pants down, if your belt laying a certain way or whatever, are you asking people? No. Or if you are knocked out, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and it's horrible that you even have to go there. And I don't ever. That's one thing I don't do because I feel like they still gas. You know, they cast gay men, and, and they don't the do that life. right. Exactly. Um, but it's like. Why do people have to go there with you for you to get it? They're like, oh, you didn't want this. I just, that's another part that just totally does me Like I said, I personally don't do it. I've seen it in comments and then they get up in arms about that. And people are like, okay, that's the same way women feel. Like, you feel this way, this is the same way that women feel when you do it. I'm like, people don't understand that we literally, like one guy I'm in this group, he was like, so I'm at a bar, and he was like, one of his friends was sexually assaulted, like, in a blink of an eye. He was like, do y'all really go through Yes, women really go through this in their daily lives. <laughs> they go through this. Like, being touched and growth without asking for it or giving consent. Absolutely. Go through that. And, like, oh, and by the way, with see the guy. Stop with this bullshit about, oh, he was getting a special on HBO because that's the reason why they're coming after him. He has made major money uh, with, I mean, he's syndicated. So he has already been getting paper. Like, HBO wasn't doing nothing but adding to his pockets. But they're already fat. Like, he, like, understand that. Like, he yeah. has played around the country. He has books. He has all of these other deals and all this bullshit. So that was adding to his money. That was not like some fucking deal that was going to take him from his status to Bill Gates or some shit like yeah, that. People need to so, whatever. I hate, I hate arguments like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, because it seems to yeah. be that's always people's excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like, the same thing with, you know, Charlemagne the God that you're talking about, people saying he was getting the HP is the same bullshit that people tried to play with Bill Cosby, all he was doing at NBC deal, so that's why they had the same thing with Robert Kelly, people comparing him to Hugh Hefner. No, yes, Hugh Hefner was trash, but Robert Kelly is trash as well, and so, you know what I mean? So, I mean, ugh, I, I stop making excuses. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because, and, and, and we've said this also before on the podcast, just because white folks allow that type of trash in their community don't mean as black people we need to. Okay? We take out our own trash. We take care of our own business. And sorry, okay? Lock their asses up because they deserve it. Okay? And it comes down to us feeling protected as well. Like, how can you say, oh, we want to be a community. We want to, you know, be a unit and teach family and all of this stuff. But you leave your most valuable possession out for grabs. Like, I don't understand that part. It's exactly. like, we are basically healers, givers, comforters, nurturers, all of this. But then, you want us to do all of that, but at the same time, we have to take abuse as well. Like, I don't get that. And then you make excuses for it. 
And I do have to point out, like me and our they make excuses for our trash. Like the women, the biggest supporters of and upholders of, of misogynistic practices are women. Women, other women, biggest supporters, uphold it, teach it, love it, thrive in it. Biggest. Absolutely bullshit. Like Absolutely. stop it. Absolutely. Some there are there are like you you hit that right on the head because like women really can be have shown to be the biggest offenders of misogynist behavior. So, ugh. ugh. And I don't get it. I don't know if it's to is it like make a mechanism, it, like a defense mechanism, or like we're trying like, to fit in with the men, right? And I'm not like that woman, I'm not helpless, or I don't do the same thing, or I'm a better, like, I don't know if it's like a mating thing, I don't, like, yeah, I don't like, know. like, they're trying to right. appease men by saying, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm better than her, right, I don't, do I'm that. Than I don't dress because, like that, right, or yeah. I won't come to your house, nigga, or I won't do this, or I'm not this person, and I, it, it, it's yucky, and I definitely, I don't know. I just, this shit irks the fuck out of me. It really does. Girl, nothing. <laughs> just to see women, I'm like, mother. I'm like, oh, you know how I feel about uh, women in misogynistic behavior. Like, you know how I feel. Um, because it because it, it makes me have to, to get into a bag that I don't like to get into. Like, I don't, like you said, I, like I said, I don't subscribe to the feminist yeah. bag because I don't believe that feminism is for black women I really believe that it's you know it's it's something that white women created and they promote and for them they nurture for them they're doing it for them they don't give a damn about black they could care less to bring black women along in that fight so but when I when I see stuff like that when I see other women attacking other women makes me have to get into my feminist bag (laughs) it makes me have to jump in there and and so it just helps my nerves and I will say I'm not a feminist I am pro-black woman yes. all day, every day. Yes. Um, so if it is harming, hurting, um, killing, discouraging black women, I'm on it. Like, on it. Yes. <laughs> so um, just to make that distinction, like, I am all about black women advancing, being the best, you know, person that they can be. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Anything that affects us, <laughs> right. we on the front <laughs> Stop doing it, okay? And and you notice though, it it's always seems to it's us. It's it's, yep. it's really it's rampant. It's heavy in our community, and and I uh, and I really wonder, like you said, if it's just like if it's a mating thing, like it's for mm-hmm. and you I know, think it, it, for the attention of men. It really is, and the reason why I say it is when you think about a lot of practices that we saw growing up. I don't know about, like, you know, your family dynamic, but a lot of, like, in my family, it was a lot centered around the men, that when you didn't do it, it was like, oh my gosh, like, um, we had a birthday party, me and my auntie's birthday, same day, and this was like a birthday party, she was like, oh, you know, I cook for both of us, you should come over and, you know, get a plate, whatever. So this man over here, I don't know anything about this man, never seen him a day in my life, whatever. So he's sitting at the table, and my cousin comes in, and she's an older woman, and she's like, 
Uh, are you going to fix this bike? <laughs> you asked the wrong <laughs> goddamn person that question. And I was taken back because I'm like, who the fuck is she talking to? Like, uh, hell no, I'm not making his bike. I don't know this man, first of all. And she was like, these young people, man, this ain't got nothing to do about young people. I don't know him. I make my daddy play. I will make my brother play. And the only reason why I make my brother play is something got to be wrong. Or I'm in a damn good mood. <laughs> That's it. Either something wrong with him, his feet broke, or I am in a funky ass good mood. My daddy plate, I do it out of obligation. That's your daddy. <laughs> right, that's my daddy. <laughs> and of course, you know, my spouse or whatever. But when it comes down to just some random dude, just because he's a man that I'm going to make his plate, I'm not here for that. <laughs> Work like that man will like it. Sorry. No. Okay. But I just think it's a lot of, there's just one of the examples of like, you know, we saw or I saw um, where it's like, oh, I'm going to do this for you because it's going to make me, you know, I'm a good one. <laughs> I understand what you think about me being a good woman. If it's making your plate, I'm trash. <laughs> like, All yeah. the way trash. <laughs> and you're like, listen to my mom and talk as well. We should cover that. Yeah. That's a good topic. Stigmas that we kind of grew up with believing. Yeah. When it comes to, like, relationships and men and all of that. Mm. How to be a quote-unquote good, good woman. woman. Mm. Listen. Let's go. That's a show. Our show. That's a show. But, yeah. And I even, like, in my family, like, there are a lot of misogynists. A lot. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't think about I mean... There are some things that I think I would say that growing up, I'm like, yeah, that's misogynistic. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, I've always been, you know, no shade to, to you know, my family. But I've always felt a little, I've been always been the kind of oddball. So I definitely think a little different than everybody. So that's why I've, I always can kind of like pick up on stuff like that's misogynistic. <laughs> and that's, we shouldn't do that.
please, if all y'all out there in Oakland, please be careful. Please be careful. And, you know, the man who, the gentleman who uh, committed the, the act, he is still on the run. He's still out there somewhere. So please be careful. Protect your kids, your babies. Um, that, ugh. And I hate that they're calling it random. This guy changed clothes after. Yeah. There was nothing random about it. There was a very planned, calculated attack. A white supremacist. Um, right. Um, Call him what he is. I mean, my when I saw that, like, it still now, like, my heart is heavy. Like, it's it's it 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 does a lot to your mind. Like, and it it it, it and not only that, it just breaks your heart even more because. Because you you know as a black woman that could be any of us because right. we are naturally nurturers we're healers we want to help people we want the best for people so her mama and everybody else probably raised her hey baby girl be polite you see somebody struggling help them out all she was trying to do was be polite and help this man on the train that's it <laughs> like. And I'm not even, fuck all this, oh, this is Trump's America. No, this was America before fucking Trump. Like, stop with the bullshit. Like, Trump just made America racist. Like, America has been racist. Stop talking about this is not the America. Right. right. (laughs) This is not the America that I knew. What the, what fucking America did you know? Like, I'm, I'm really fucking sick of people having a fucking head in the sand when it comes to racism. Like, Donald Trump is fucking trash, a deplorable human being, but he did not create this shit. Obama did not create this shit. Bush, Clinton did not create this full car. I can go on and on. They did not create this. This was, this is basically budging at its fucking scenes because it has never been properly dealt with and handled. Like, you cannot keep going with one system and think it's just going to continue to run smoothly. And I think what we're seeing now is just a dynamic of people being encouraged. They're being encouraged, but they're also afraid of losing that power. Because when you think about it, America is now, what I think it's 40% or like 36% like a minority. So they're rising. And when you think about Okay, if my birth rate is not the same as my death rate, but these minorities' birth rates are up, then my population percentage is going to go down. So my power is constantly decreasing because... But the sad part is is that it's literally just the illusion in their head because um, if you look at the, the statistics, even though minorities are increasing, the amount of power... That we actually have, yeah, it's minimal. Hasn't changed, right? It's, it hasn't grown. Like I saw a statistic the other day that says that like the the change in like the black ec- black economics hasn't changed in like fifty years. Yeah, which is sad, yeah. <laughs> pathetic. But it's America. But when you think about the population, and if if they were actually take that population and say, okay, we can actually drive change, then that. That it changes that power dynamic, and I think that's what that's what they're what it's like. That's one of the things. Like, if they actually recognize, okay, you have the numbers, because technically you still have the numbers now, yeah. but they're getting that. Okay, you have the numbers, so I mean, you can start influencing power and change it. Then my dynamic or my money flow or whatever, it's going to be a shift, and it's going to 
decrease. Right. Then uh, something gotta happen. And I mean, like I said, I just don't. I don't think that racism is going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Um, because of where we are. And America has been divided. We're just, again, seeing the divide clear. Yeah. Like, this is... I mean, that's 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 the, that's the thing that I do not understand. And I'm not even just talking America. I'm talking worldwide. Right. The world was built on, you know, basically on racism. Yeah. It was built on the idea that one race was better than the rest, right? Right. I mean, that's, that's how all of these countries operated. This is how all, you know what I mean? Like, if you go back and look at Greeks and Romans and all that, they used to conquer people because they assumed that they were better, they were greater than, you know what I mean? I mean, how many of us have read about the, the fall of Rome and, and how they went and tried to conquer Egypt and all, you know what I mean? All of, we, we read all those stories and we pretend like, that isn't the perfect example of one race assuming, hey, we're better than you, so I'm going to conquer you. I mean, Europe was founded on colonialism. I mean, we just we just saw how Trevor Noah, how the French government tried to call him out for saying that, you know, congratulations to Africa for winning the World Cup when he's, he was absolutely right. And you made a good point about when, you know, they was like, well, you know, these are French people. Uh, sir, why does people, like, in South of Africa, why are they speaking French when France is, because your ass was down there. Come on, come on right. Exactly. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, and, and it's, in, and it's, you know, and, and so, that's why I always say, because people say, one of the things that I feel like is sad, and I hate to hear people say, but it, and, 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 and it makes me sad, is then when people say I try to raise my kids and I can see color. Uh-huh. Cannot you can't. You can't. You can't afford to teach that. Not in this day and age. Granted, it would be ideal. Right. In an ideal world, it'd be ideal if you could teach your children not to see color. But for as black folks, you r- raise your kid not to see color. That's it's gonna. A, it's that's a failure. Gonna, that's a failure. That's the kid that's gonna get shot by the police <laughs> because he don't know no better. Right. That's the kid who's going to think, "Oh, Becky Sue." from down the block is my best friend and then when they go to school Becky Sue, you know, gets, you know, all well, the she gets this and that. Niggerish in a text message talked about she thought it was triggerish. Exactly. Was you know what I'm saying? So, I, that's setting your kid up for failure. Yeah. Um, so. And I think on both sides you can't, like, even for white people, you can't say, oh, I'm not going to teach my children not to see color. Like, you're erasing somebody in because you're saying you want to be comfortable, basically, yeah. of saying, "Oh, well, my children don't see color, so they know everyone's the same." We're not. That's we the problem. We are not. So it, until we are the same, yeah, like you said, it'll be nice if we could teach that lesson, but we're not. And even if we were all the same, far as social status, economic status, you still have to take that lesson and say, "Because okay, this person is." dark this person is brown appreciate that like Mm -hmm. even that so that whole lesson of oh i'm not gonna you know teach my children fuck that it's just you are black (laughs) yeah i mean it's 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 you can't 
Listen, I, it, whenever I hear people say that, it makes me it, yeah. it makes me nervous. But I'm like, bruh, do you know what you're setting your child up for? Because like, just because your kid don't see color, everybody else who all his peers right. were raised to see color, and they go, you know what I mean? They're gonna act accordingly. You can't, you can't, you know, especially as black folks, we set up with so many disadvantages in the beginning right. from the gate. Like, you can't just be add piling on. You know what I'm saying? You can't just add to it. Stop so. putting your children in power school. Child, hey, this listen, shit, man. Listen. <laughs> listen. And I'm not going to say it was my mom's, like, my parents' fault. I just think it were, you know, where we live. Mm-hmm. But that all, like, just being the only black child. Oh, Without 
the bullshit because staying your ground is essentially bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw an interview with the man's girlfriend that was killed, and she was saying the guy that shot him actually escalated the whole disagreement. Right. Which I feel like if you escalated, that's like a George Zimmerman case again. You escalated this whole bullshit, and then when you get your ass whooped, you want to shoot. That's not, to me, that's not standing your ground. Standing that's why your I, ground. I didn't get that at all. I was like, how, how, is this, how is this justified as standing your ground? He didn't try to call no cop. He didn't, you know what I mean? Like, right. the, his first impulse was, let me shoot, let me shoot, let me shoot. And then uh, you retreat from safety to be put in danger. Like, exactly. That's, I don't understand that, but again, you know. Child, listen. So I, I, I guess we can. I guess we'll have to wait and see what comes of the whole yeah. stand your ground. I feel, honestly, I feel like if they ain't got rid of me until they get some new like lawmakers in Florida, like they're just backwards. To be honest with you, like yeah. they, they whole situation, and they always vote for like the same people or either they don't vote at all and that's how the same people end up in power and it's like I, I, I know that people you know and I'm one of them who have said that voting doesn't always make a difference but I'm, I'm more of in my opinion I feel like voting in like bigger in like the big, big elections don't make a difference like people who are saying well if more people would have came out and voted then we wouldn't have Donald Trump presidential elections don't really like let's be honest we don't really because the president doesn't really... Now, Donald Trump feels fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it yeah, was yeah. another person, I agree with you. Like, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, the shit really don't fucking matter. Either. Yeah, because like, the president doesn't really right. matter. But, but I guess in, in this situation, <laughs> I guess in this situation, where you have a president, and then you have a Republican Congress, who pretty much is just gun-stupid, and gonna gun-ho, and, and follow, because they just, you know, they want yeah. every in every shape or form to prove that Obama was a bad president or whatever. That's I think that that's their goal. Like, oh man, we gotta show them now. Obama's gone. He was a horrible president. So we gotta show the world that they should never have elected this black man right. to office. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't know. But um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. And then I saw like I don't going off of um a while ago that since he's been in office since Trump has been in office. This was now, this was a couple of months ago. They have only did one law. Like, it could have changed now. One. And he would have been in office like a year. Normally, for presidents, of course, you come in and you kind of change a lot of things up. Yeah. No, the only changes that he has made is trying to undo what was previously done and not put anything better in place. Mm-hmm. So he can't even get the health care bill right. Um. I mean, it's, it's tragic. Like, it's, 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 of course, I definitely agree. I do vote in small elections. I vote in all of them. But, yeah. Um, I do vote, so I'm not going to tell you I don't vote if it doesn't count. Um, I do think voting, even in big elections like this one, where we knew, okay, we don't want to have this candidate in office, those small elections add up. Um, because, I mean, that's where you see your superdelegates and your electoral college and all of that stuff. And, yeah, and I just don't like when people like the electoral college is some mysterious, like, people. It's not, no. like, yeah. they're very public. You can look and see who 
if part of your state will be for college. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's less for another day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Basically, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I feel like that's all that I have as far as hot tops are concerned. Ooh, we had a lot of hot tops today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you ready to jump into relationships or do we have anything else? Let's dive in to our relationship <laughs> segment for the day. Um, our relationship questions. You want to go ahead and go to that? Yeah, I'll go first. So, my question is what is the hardest part about dating me? The hardest <clears throat> part about dating me is that I am a loner by, by nature. So, um, I need my alone time. So, I think that that, to some, you know, a partner can come off as, like, standoffish or, you know, just, like, bitchy sometimes. I'm, I'm moody. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll admit that. I'm very moody. So, uh... Is that a thing or just me? I think that's... I, look, that's, I don't know. That's a good question. But, no, I think it's, I think it's just me. Um, like I said, I'm, uh, you know, I have, like, all of the... I'm a classic introvert, <laughs> you know what I mean, so I just have all of, all of that type of stuff that works against me, so, uh, so I think that's probably, like, the hardest thing about dating me is that, like, I do sometimes, because I, I just need that space or that time for me to just, like, be away from everybody, so, like, even with my, you know, not even romantic relationships, like, my mom gets so angry at me all the time because she's like, you're so mean today and why don't you want I just want to try to talk to you but and, I just, and it's like you try to it's like you try to like tell I try to tell him like it has nothing to do with you has nothing to do with, I just don't want to talk to anybody today I just want to be by myself let me do me leave me be you know what I mean but like it's hard for other people to understand it so I think that's that's why it's hard you know that's the hardest part about dating me what about yourself? Um, I have a long list. I'll just show you. <laughs> um, I think the hardest part about dating me is that I overthink and I live in my head a lot. Um, so, like, situations that may not be that big of a deal, I have came up with, like, 57 ways this could go wrong. Because I'm very optimistic when it comes to other people. Um, when it comes to my own situations, You're <laughs> I'm like, okay, so he has to be doing this, or, and it's not so much as like it's like cheating or something. I'm like, well, maybe he's not really interested in me because you know this is what happened, and then it, it's just like a you know revolving like cycle, and then I get to the point where I kind of like talk myself out of it when I overthink, and then it's like, well, maybe he's not that you know into me, and then I start to like draw back. So it's like, damn, she was feeling this tough, and now she's cold and distant. So that's the hardest part. I'm working on it. And I'm not a very good communicator because I overthink. And, and I'm always like, well, if I say this, is it going to sound weird? Or does he really care? <laughs> Maybe I should say it. So I'm sorry anybody ever dated me. <laughs> I'm a joy, though. Touching on that is 
that, what do you think it feels like to love Kwame? Wow. Um, I don't know. I feel like to be loved by you is what I hope it like a nice, vulnerable experience. Um, I want it to feel good and easy. Um, I always want the person that I do love or that they feel protected and comfort and that I'm always there mm-hmm. for them. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was cool. Um, so, I would say that my opinion, I think that being loved by me feels amazing. <laughs> 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 um, you know, Um, I would say that, you know, it it, it should be, like I said, I would hope that it feels joyous, you know, like laughter, happy, lots of smiles, just genuinely good energy, just genuinely feels good and amazing. It's not, like you said, it's easy, it's not painful, um, you know, it doesn't leave you feeling like broken, you know, yeah. or hurt in any type of way. Like you said, just comforting and genuinely good energy. Genuine energy, man. Good good vibes. That's what I would say. <laughs> so, um, I guess, um, like our next kind of topic to come up or whatever that we're going to push for is um, what would it feel like to or would you marry yourself (laughs) so we're going to like do we're going to try something a little different we're going to do like a little quiz or write our little things out whatever like that so we're going to post that onto our Instagram account um, Pretty Nerds Podcast on Instagram and so that you guys can kind of play along with us and give us your feedback on if you would marry yourself. And then we'll, like, do a deep dive here on the podcast live for you guys. So, um, so that's coming up. So we just want to give that to you. Um, Saha doing that quick plug for <laughs> our Instagram page. So follow us follow. on the gram, Pretty Nerds Podcast. Um, also, you know, our show is available on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. So subscribe, give thumbs up, give us all the stars, (laughs) give us some comments. We enjoy you guys' feedback, what you like, don't like, what you enjoy, all that good stuff. So um, subscribe, subscribe, and more subscribe. Um, Before we get up out of here, any new music? Anything you listen to? Want to put the people on to? No. Um, it's been a pretty quiet weekend. Well, I mean, for me, I don't have anything new either. Um, I have been listening, though, to... I'm trying to get the most out of my free six months on title. <laughs> um, they actually have some really dope playlists on title. 
So, um, like, I didn't, like, I was listening to, like, the R&B joint, and I was like, I didn't even know Mario had a new song out. That's why I was like, girl, listen, I was like, wow, okay. So, yeah, they have some, so for all of you guys out there, if you have title or don't have title, they do have a free six-month, you know, sign up. This is your email and sign up um, for free six months. And, yeah, check out title and their dope playlist. Well, we want justice for Naya, so, um, everybody out there in Oakland, we with you, we want justice for our young queen, and we hope that she is resting in power, um, and we hope that her sister pulls through. Alright guys, this is the Pretty Nerds Podcast, episode number 12, we signing up out of here. Bye guys.